welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. It's good to be with you again today. We are talking about the classical Christian virtue of mercy, and mercy is the compassionate treatment of individual offenders of a law or toward those in distress. C.S. Lewis said that mercy detached from justice grows unmerciful. It's interesting how mercy and justice are often associated with each other as we seek to balance out virtue with um, vice, as we seek to avoid vice and obtain virtue in our lives. The vice of excess of mercy is that of of shame when we give so much mercy and give and give can go beyond the balance of virtuous mercy there can be shame and shamefulness is an uncomfortable feeling of guilt resulting from your own or someone else's bad behavior and we can we can experience that if we if we don't balance out mercy with justice properly so again, we're talking about the golden mean and striking the balance of mercy and not having the excess of mercy, which is the vice of shamefulness, and the deficiency of mercy, which is the vice of cruelty. And cruelty is the inhumane treatment or punishment of individuals, again, in an inhumane way. So that is the vice of deficiency. So let's jump into the study of mercy. Mercy should be contagious amongst Christians. We have been given mercy by the Lord Savior, our Savior Jesus Christ. And as we give mercy, it should be contagious within the Christian community and and quickly passed on. The following verses in Micah give us such a beautiful poetic picture of mercy. It's Micah 7, 18 through 19. We'll read those in a moment. The idea that God delights in love so much that he will not stay angry at us and will show his people mercy is, is really awesome. If our holy God, who's perfect and holy, can show us uh, fallen, sinful creatures mercy, how much more should we be merciful to others? How can we possibly find a way to perfectly balance justice, mercy, loyalty, courage, and all the other virtues? At this point, you, we've studied virtues enough to appreciate how great our Father in Heaven, Savior Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit are who have perfectly demonstrated the balance of all virtues without allowing one virtue to tip the scales of another toward vice. Let's continue to consider how we can be more merciful today. So, back to our verses, Micah 7, 18 through 19. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression from the remnant of his inheritance? 
He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Do you see anywhere else in the Bible where mercy is exhibited or in history or literature or in film? It's, it's so common throughout the Bible. We need to be mindful of it. The parable of the unmerciful servant teaches about when mercy is granted and then not returned uh, to another person. So again, in the Christian community, if our hearts have been changed, mercy should be contagious. I've referred to Le Miserable before, and in that story, mercy is granted to Jean Valjean by the bishop when he's caught stealing. Um, so uh, Abraham Lincoln has a good quote on mercy. He said, I've always found that mercy bears richer fruit than strict justice. As children, we often seem innocent and unaware of uh, the wicked within us and also the wicked within the world. And we, we love justice. Wow. As we get older, we, we crave mercy. We crave mercy toward us because we realize how sinful and wicked we are. But oftentimes we, um, we don't have the uh, emotional intelligence or awareness or love or, or humility to look at others and realize that, that they too need mercy and we need to be quick to grant that. A Tale of Two Cities, The Elephant Man, lots of different stories where mercy is granted. We've talked already about the vices of excess and the vices of deficiency. Are there times in your life, uh, situations at work or at home, where you struggle to show mercy, where you're either um, quick to be cruel or you don't balance out mercy and shame comes into the picture? So let's take just a moment to consider the vice of excess, which is shame or shamefulness. It's often tough for us to wrap our minds around how can we be too merciful. And think of it as you have to name something a sin or call something wrong before you can show mercy. So if you go so far with mercy as to not call anything wrong or not point anything out as a sin, then you can't express the virtue of mercy. A verse that goes along with shame and shamefulness in the excess of mercy is Psalm 31, 17. O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. And in cruelty, when, we're, when we have no mercy or a, a lack of, of mercy, Proverbs 12.10 talks about that. A righteous man has regard for the life of his animal, but even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. Let's think about that and look for ways that we can demonstrate mercy to others. Let's look for ways where we're tempted to be unmerciful, whether it's when we're tired or certain people that, that tend to... Um, wear on our nerves and we're not long-suffering with. Mercy is connected to love, and we are commanded to love God and love others. I know I want to be a person of mercy, 
and I know you do too. Let's stay connected to the vine of Jesus Christ as we are the branches and bear much fruit in this virtue of mercy. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.